and welcome to the Rank Kings, the podcast that answers the age-old question, what are our favorite sophomore albums? I'm Danny Weiser, with me as always is my co-host, and the heavier things to my Carolina Jubilee, it's Ty McGowan. What's up, dude? Heck yeah, dude. I love being compared to John Mayer. I mean, it yeah. just feeds my ego. <laughs> Even yeah, though I just, sometimes I list. dunk on you at the top, and then you get real mad, it sets a tone for the whole episode. I've learned to just be nice to you in the opening comparison, you know? Well, John Mayer's sophomore album is not on my list. Yeah. This week, which is probably going to be a surprise to all the faithful, you know, John Mayer fans that that really listen to this podcast. (laughs) It's because it's not a very good album. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And I made some specific rules for myself. So. Gotcha. It didn't make the cut. Uh, Carolina Jubilee is the Ava Brothers sophomore album. It's not bad. It's just nowhere near as good as any of their other stuff, I think. So. No, Ava, it's like. They just get better with every album. Like, I yeah. still don't think they've released their best album yet. Yeah. Yep, that's probably true. Um, you, speaking of rules, what kind of rules or guidelines did you give yourself? Yeah, so um, the only rule really um, is I, if the album I chose had to be better than their first album. Okay. So if well, I thought I their first album was rule. better, then I, didn't, then I just did not include it at all. Like, I know there's one on your list that we'll get to later that I think their first album's better than their... I have, so. uh, like, three or four on my list. I think that I also agree that their first album is better than their second, including my number one, by the way. Um, so okay. I definitely did not give myself that rule. The only rules, sort of, I really gave myself were no EPs, no live albums. They had to be... Oh, yeah. St- these had to be studio albums. That, that was probably pretty obvious. Um, but that's really... I think that's the only um I mine are all favorite and definitely not best. Like you're gonna hear a lot of like my favorite bands and, yeah. and my favorite singers and stuff like that. If we were doing like a best sophomore albums list of all time, my list would obviously be super, super different, but I did this one according to my specific taste. Yeah, I was wondering why you didn't include Nickelback's second album on your <laughs> list. Because <laughs> I did favorites not best, dude. Yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I'm list A. So right. I'll get started with my honorable mentions. And my first honorable mention, I have to I have to admit something. Uh, it's a deep, deep secret shame of mine. I was a big 21 Pilots fan for like a few <laughs> years. <laughs> there's, like, there's like a three or four year period there where I, I listened to 21 Pilots a whole lot. Um, so my first honorable mention is Vessel by 21 Pilots. I am up against the wall, the wall, fall. I hear them coming down the hall. I have killed a man. Um, is released on January 8th, 2013. Uh, it's technically their third album, but the second album was discontinued when they signed a record deal. And Vessel is made up of a lot of the songs that were originally featured on their second album. So they kind of just wiped it from existence when they signed a record deal. So I think it still technically counts. Uh, But it's my last honorable mention, so it's not that big a deal if I cheated a bit. Um, I am one of those people that was super annoyed when everyone was into 21 Pilots because I could not stand listening to them at all. I think that the most annoying thing about it is that I, when like... 
21 Pilots became popular when I think like their third album came out. Like people were really into them. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll check them out. And I listened to the crap out. I listened to the crap out of their like first uh, and second album and then stopped. I was like, the new stuff is not very good. Yeah. They get they've gotten like progressively worse as they've come out with more music, um, but I vessels re- I really li- I've listened to the crap out of vessel I own it on vinyl currently like still will every now and then put it on, uh, but this album went double platinum so it was clearly successful the one that put them on the map my favorite song on the album is the run and go, okay um, not the most popular song on the album this is just the one that I like the most but yeah that is my. That is one of my deep dark secrets is that I was a I was a 21 Pilots fan for like a couple years. <laughs> like right out of high school. <laughs> like Hell yeah. <laughs> so, um all right. My second honorable mention is Pageant Material by Casey Musgraves. And missing my roots. I'm getting rid of the flash. Nobody needs a thousand dollars. Wow, Casey yeah. not making the top ten. Uh, what is this I, world coming to? I, I'll I'll get to it. I have a reason because yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, this is released on June twenty third, twenty fifteen. Quite a bit less successful than any of her other albums, if you don't include the Christmas album. I still really like it. It's a very good album because it's Casey Musgraves, and I love her so so much. But it's it's just worse than her first and third albums. <laughs> like it's like it's just object. It's it's my least favorite album that she's put out by like quite a bit. But it's still Casey Musgraves, and I still love her and love this album. I think it's very good. It's just her first and third are great. Yeah, um, we- <laughs> she just came out with a fourth one. I haven't listened to it a ton yet because I haven't been listening to a ton of music lately, getting caught up on podcasts and stuff. But uh, very excited to check it out. Speaking of her fourth album, uh, at the wedding I went to recently, two of the groomsmen were staying in, and you know we all had our own rooms, and two of these guys were sharing a room, and they're probably the most overworked guys that were in the wedding. One's like a mm-hmm. resident doctor, and one's a uh, Harvard Law student. So like they definitely like just let it all go that, that weekend, <laughs> and the night before. They like we all got back to the hotel at like two AM and we woke up the next day to go get lunch. We're like, hey, you know, I won't say their names. Uh <laughs> oh, screw it. I was like, Oh, Austin, Stefan, how y'all doing? What happened last night? They're like, Oh, we just went back to the room and and smoked and, and cried listening to the new Casey Musgraves album. Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> I can hang out with them. That sounds fun. I'm not I don't, I don't smoke anything, but I'd hang out with some dudes <laughs> listening to Casey Musgraves and crying. It sounds like a blast. It was just the funniest answer ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Um, but my favorite song off of Pageant Material is uh, High Time. Which, okay. Speaking of smoking, she Casey Musgraves smokes a lot of weed. That's kind of all that song is about. Great song, though. Gosh, Casey rules. But yeah, uh, objectively her worst album, which is why it's honorable mention and not in my main, my main list. Um, final honorable mention, it's the King, Straight from the Heart by George Strait. Amarillo by morning, up from San Antonio, everything that I got is just... Released on June 3rd, 1982, went platinum. George is the indisputable king of country. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't think there's... I think did I say undisputable, indisputable. Um, it's, you can't argue it. There's nobody else. You can um, make a case for Willie Nelson, but 
I agree yeah. he's like number two if he's not number one. They're, yeah, they're fighting for it, but they also feel different. You know, It's like mean? LeBron and Michael Jordan. I mean, yeah. they're both equally the best player yeah. of all time. <laughs> uh, this album features some of his classics, including Foolhearted Memory and Marina Del Rey. And, of course, my favorite off of this album, one of my favorite songs ever, Amarillo by Morning. Amarillo by Morning. Wow, that's – is George – did it George sound just theater? like it? Because right is, before that, we I just played the clip. I swear to God, he's here. I could have swore I just heard him. Uh, <laughs> we just played the clip before, clip before that. So, no, Listeners, that wasn't a repeat of the song. That was actually me. <laughs> Listeners, please weigh in. Rate Ty's George Strait impression. I think he nailed it. Uh, but that's my uh, that's my honorable mentions. What about you? That's a good one. Um, okay, first honorable mention is Because the Internet by Childish, Childish oh, nice. Gambino. Let's check my archive. This, I mean, this album was kind of broke the internet in a way. I mean, this was the first album that everyone just freaked out about because his first album, like, no, only, people only knew him as, as Troy and Abed. They didn't know him as Childish Gambino yet. Yeah. Um, but I mean, had some, gr- one of the best cover arts of all time, which we'll eventually do that because we love doing some visual rankings on a audio medium. Um, <laughs> it's so stupid. We've been doing so many lately. <laughs> uh, but I've, I've done my three favorite songs from every album. So cool. crawl just so good. 3005. Yep. Great. And then the worst guys featuring chance the rapper. So, nice. So great. Yeah. No sweatpants. Sweatpants is good, but those are these are like my three favorites. There are some albums on here where I'm like, okay, maybe I'll just do like five favorites or six. <laughs> I did it. Yeah, dude, I get it. I picked one for each for each album, so I get it. Um, my second um, favorite sophomore album. You know, we we're talking about music. We got to mention him. He he's the reason the rankings is the biggest ranking pod in the universe, probably. <laughs> There's, I'm not gonna check that. Don't check the actual science on that. Um, Malibu by Anderson Pack. It's so good. The whole album is just bangers. Uh, Heart don't stand a chance. Come down in the waters. Just so good. That whole album. That's like one of the few albums where I'm like, okay, I'm just going to listen to the whole thing right now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's a great pick. Um, Also, speaking of the most popular ranking podcasts out there, can someone let us know? Are there other more? I'm sure there are. There certainly are. I literally don't know of any. No, there's not. Uh, I would like to be told. I would like to be told so that we can fight them, basically, is what I'm getting at. (laughs) Fight them for ranking podcast supremacy. Jude, uh, if you're listening to this, find <laughs> other rankings pods and you and your friends just berate their <laughs> iTunes ratings with that. one stars. No, absolutely. Gang up. Gang that. up. No. <laughs> I, I do not condone this at all. I do. Also I do. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, do I don't condone this, but also. Hmm. Listeners, you can't see what Danny's doing. He's suggesting it with his eyes. No, I'm not. I would never. No, seriously, don't do that. That's awful. Please don't do that. Or maybe do it. Uh, my next honorable mention is uh, this is probably like if I was doing like actual like the best. 
it would probably be in the top three. Um, but I just don't listen to them super much. But they're like, you know, somebody who's this is their favorite band, uh, The Bins by Radiohead. Don't great album radiohead is this is probably the only album i can really listen to radiohead because like I'm if you listen to too much radiohead you're just like oh i'm depressed <laughs> <laughs> uh my three favorite songs are high and dry fake plastic trees and uh, street spirit um but yeah this is great this is the only radiohead album i listen to all the other ones have sick album covers and they made an awesome james bond song but this is like I only listen to songs from this album because at like sparingly, like within weeks of each other, not within days. Yeah. Not, not really my jam, but I get it. All right. Is that your last honorable mention? Yeah, that's, that's my last one. All right. Uh, let's get into our list. My number 10 is riot by Paramore. one's released on june 12th 2007 the band's most successful album by far by like a lot um this one went triple platinum the most famous song off this album is definitely misery business for sure but i think my favorite is probably that's what you get um that's what you get when you let your heart win (laughs) how do you keep getting these people on our podcast Dude, it. it's it's kind of crazy. Paramore, like you know how much I love pop punk. I mean, we mm-hmm. both love pop punk so much. I yeah. never listened to Paramore until like after my pop punk phase. <laughs> wow, it doesn't make well, that's any you sense. Hated, that's because you hated women. So. Well, yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> there's strong science behind that reasoning, you know. Ew, dude, <laughs> ew, freaking you! I read it on Facebook. <laughs> God, you, you're a you seem like a Facebook guy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, my number my number ten, Riot by Paramore. That's a good one. Cool album art on that one. Very cool. Yeah. Um, okay, my next my or my number ten, um, Acid Rap by Chance the Rapper. Okie dokie, Alki, keep it low key like Thor, little bro, or he'll go blow the loudie. Saudi of sour Saudi, Wiley up off peyote, Wiley like that. Now this might be a hot take. Chance the Rapper has not made a better album since this one. I agree. Yeah, it's it's gotten progressively worse. Um, look, I I get it. The whole like maybe it was just like so many church people were just playing this all the time, and I couldn't stand them, and I didn't want to <laughs> listen to Chance the Rapper. Um, but yeah, Acid Rap was cool because it was before Chance was cool, and you could only mm-hmm. find it on SoundCloud. Um, I think they only put it on Spotify like within the last year or two. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, it was recent because he what he did great marketing strategy is he just put his album out for free and then just he was at every like uh, whatever, like Coachella, all those like music music festivals. festivals. Yeah, I don't know why I couldn't think of that. (laughs) Way to go, bud. Hey, uh, listeners, peek behind the curtain. This is way later than we normally (laughs) record. We had to push back a a few hours. So sorry. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, acid rap. So good. Um, Cocoa butter kisses favorite song featuring childish Gambino and good ass intro. I'm not going to bleep that out because it's part of the song and right. Fair. Yeah. Just deal with it. Listeners. 
it's like the, it's like in school when you like you were your class was reading a book with a cuss word in it, and so you were like fifth grade had a free pass to cuss in class. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing that just happened here. Yeah, um, I listened to this album so much freshman year of college. It would because when you it used to be like when you played a song on SoundCloud, it would just automatically alert your Facebook and post mm-hmm. like Ty is listening to Cocoa Butter Kisses by <laughs> by Chance the Rapper, and it just I kept doing that all the time. And one of my friends in the dorm bought me Cocoa Butter for Christmas because <laughs> no. I just kept listening to Cocoa Butter Kisses all the time. I never used it. We threw it out the window to see what would happen at the end of the school year. It what, what exploded. Happened? It was awesome. I could have guessed. I could have guessed that. <laughs> Listen, I'm not a college man myself. I could have guessed that, though. I think. All right, that's a great pick. Yeah. Uh, my number nine. Uh, you might not have heard of this. I'm not sure. Maybe you have. I don't. I don't know if we've talked about it. Uh, my number nine is "Red Earth and Pouring Rain" by Bears Den. Now it only rains out in the shade. This is released in on July twenty second, twenty sixteen. Um, I personally prefer their debut album Islands uh, a little bit more, but I love this one a lot too. This is one of my favorite bands. Like I love Bears Den a lot. I listen to them most days. Like I, I have like this playlist called evergreen on Spotify that like, these are songs I know I'll always like, and will always be happy to listen to. There's a yeah. lot of bears dead on it. Um, and I, I don't have many songs. I, I really don't kind of have any songs that I skip when listening to this album. Uh, but I think my favorite is probably Greenwood's Bethlehem. Um, they're just, they, all of their albums are a little bit different. They keep changing band members and sometimes they're super folksy and sometimes they do a little electronic stuff. This one leans a little more electronic where their debut stuff is more folksy, but it's really, really good. I like Bears Den a lot. What a cool indie name, Bears Den. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool. They're just dudes from England that all have beards and all kind of look like you a little bit. Um, they, like they, if they're not musicians, they're working at a brewery. Right. They're white dudes <laughs> that wear, that have beards and are always wearing either hats or beanies. And yeah, they probably love craft beer uh, for sure. I assume they all like at least own skateboards, whether they know how to skate or not type Heck thing. Heck yeah. They're those type of dudes and they make really, really good music. I wonder what's going to happen in like 50 years when like, like we're getting to a point where like every band name has been thought of. Like we're right. like when we're at a point where Rainbow Kitten Surprise is a band name, <laughs> like what else is there to call your band? Like Beatles lot, 2? Yeah, we're just <laughs> going to have to start having sequels here soon. <laughs> the Rolling Stones 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. My number nine is the color and shape by Foo Fighters. Hello, I, I freaking love the Foo Fighters. They're so awesome. I mean, Dave Grohl is just personal hero of mine. He's so cool. Uh, apparently, he's really tough. Um, because Tobin wanted him to be his bodyguard, right? Sure. Wasn't that the one? Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember, dude. Uh, but yeah, I just love Foo Fighters so much. I think I watched the Pretender music video um, about a million times when I was in middle school, because mm-hmm. it's awesome. 
Um, but yeah, my favorite songs from that album are My Hero, Everlong, and Monkey Wrench, which is just a great name for a song, Monkey Wrench. Yeah. So yeah. good. Um, but I mean, Everlong is, is a classic, and I've probably watched that music video like a million times also. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, all right, my number eight is Something to Tell You by Haim. Just know that I want you, I'll take the fall and the fault And I'll give you all the love I never gave before I lived Just know that I want you, baby this was released on July 7th, 2017. A little less successful than their debut album, Days Are Gone. Um, I'd like it a little less than their first album and their third album. So this is another one where it's just like, this is an artist I love. Probably my least favorite album from them, but still an album that I really, really, really like and still listen to all the time. Because it's, it's it's Heim and Heim rules. Um this album is kind of loaded with songs that I like, but I think my favorite is Want You Back, which is the single and the most popular song on the album. Listen, I'm not I'm not individual. I'm not creative. I'm not clever. A lot of times I just like the most popular song on an album, and I think that's okay. Um, That is another album that I like their first one better. Same. Um, because... I mean, it's, it, it's just better, but we also we're very much a we stand Heim podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where I was. I mean, I, it genuinely it's my least favorite album they've ever done, and I still love it a lot. So, wanted yeah. to talk about it. Um, okay, um, this next one, number eight, um, twenty one by Adele. This album's so good. I wasn't, because when this song came out, I was probably like a freshman in high school or a sophomore in high school, so I was still very much like, I don't want to listen to Adele. It's super girly music. I'm not going to do that, because I was an idiot. I was stupid. I was like 15 years old. Um, And my mom decided, because I said all that, to buy me an Adele vinyl album (laughs) for Christmas. That's so dope. Why not? (laughs) That's so dope. I love that. Uh, And I listened to it, and it's freaking awesome. It's so good. 15-year-old Ty is just pissed off in his bedroom because he loves the Adele album just, his mom bought him so much. Just cranking set fire to the rain while I'm pissed off. <laughs> just screaming at the top of your lungs. I'm just super angsty. I love it. Uh, but yeah, for, three favorite songs, Rolling in the Deep, Set Fire to the Rain, and Someone Like You. I mean, mm-hmm. so good. This was another album where I was like, can I just list like seven songs that I like yeah. instead of three? <laughs> yeah, that's a great this- choice. Probably should have been on my... On my list. I love that album a lot. Yeah. Um, okay, my number seven is Cardinal from Pine Grove. Saying I just wanna see it. Saying what's wrong with that needle shaking outlines in a compass. Every outcome such a come down. Okay. Uh, released February twelfth, twenty sixteen. This is another they're just one of my favorite bands. Um, is this one of the seven best sophomore albums of all time? No, of course not. But I, I love Pine Grove and I listen to this a ton. Um, this is their second studio album, but it's their first one that's actually been released with a label. They self-released the first one. Um, I had a hard time picking a favorite song. I really, really love Aphasia. That almost was, but my favorite is Old Friends. Which Say Fantasia? Aphasia. Oh, okay. Uh, my, my favorite song of the album though is old friends which i think is most people's favorite song off the album it's probably the most popular song off the album it's very good 
Pine Grove yeah. rules. Yeah, you also, keep saying this is this is good. the pick. Yeah, this is the pick. By the way, that is going to make uh, for certain that Brian knows whose list is whose. I don't know, man. I talk about Heim all the time, and I don't have them on my list. But also, like, he's going to see like some like two in my top two, and he's going to be like, "Yeah, there's no way Danny has that." I I just mean specifically Pine Grove. Him and I talk about Pine Grove all the time. So like, yeah. this is the one that's going to make him know that this is my list. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so this is going to, that's the pick that's going to make you win this episode. Probably. No. Cause I have multiple country <laughs> albums on my list. Brian hates country music. <laughs> uh, okay. My number seven is from under the cork tree by fallout boy. very nice. seminal album of my childhood. I would listen to this all the time. Probably the best sophomore pop punk album of all time, I think. I literally went through every pop punk band and they don't have great sophomore albums. Um <laughs> but I mean Dance Dance you I mean that is a song that's just so good. Sugar We're Going Down, amazing. And then the greatest pop punk song name of all time a little less 16 candles and a little more touch me i mean come on that's so <laughs> angsty that's the most angsty crap i've ever heard in my life yeah uh, but yeah i would jam this out all the freaking time because you know it's fallout boy and i was 12 years old and i thought my life sucked in middle america because <laughs> i'm an idiot <laughs> <laughs> just like, just like living the high life in Houston, Texas. My life freaking sucks. This middle class lifestyle sucks. <laughs> My mom got me the iPod Nano, not the iPod Mini. Or <laughs> I wanted the touch. You're just like cussing at your mom because that's what white kids did. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, but uh, I listen to that album all the time. Might have been one of the first albums I bought on iTunes. You know the you know the first album I remember spending my money on. What? Uh, it was a Ludacris album. Ludacris is, is the one that is the one that has Blueberry Yum Yum on it, which is another song about weed. I apparently listen to a lot of music about weed. Do not smoke weed at all. But well, you're. I mean, you've already admitted that your dad's favorite movie was Up in Smoke when you were growing up, so they probably had something to do with it. Wow. We're just learning <laughs> stuff about me here. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, the, the Red Light District by Ludacris. First album I remember spending my money on. 2004, baby, what's up? I was 12. Should not have been buying Ludacris albums. Uh, Luda. Also, I mentioned uh, that I have multiple country albums. My number six is a country album. It also made me realize that I forgot to put Shania Twain's sophomore album on my on my list here, and that's a big oversight by me, and I'd like to personally apologize to everybody before the episode ends. Yeah, really I'm sure people were pissed about that. Honestly, and deservedly so. They should be. Um, all right, my number six is No Fences by Garth Brooks. Released on August 27th, 1990. This album went 18 times platinum, um, which I think it means it went diamond, but I don't really know what all that means. 
but 18 times platinum is nuts that's so many freaking albums uh it's one of the best-selling country albums of all time it's full of bangers like the thunder rolls and two of a kind working on a full house but my favorite off of this album is one of if not the best karaoke songs of all time it's friends in low places blame it all on my roots i showed up in boots he's here (laughs) uh you're more of a chris gaines and you know it (laughs) yeah i mean yeah i'll admit to that This album, uh, like, I know people who don't like country music that is like, actually, Garth Brooks is pretty good. (laughs) I, uh, so when I got my car, um, I replaced the CD player with like a Bluetooth thing Mm -hmm. and it was like $50 off if you don't want like an actual CD player. I was like, absolutely. I don't need, no one listens to CDs anymore. Yeah. But the only CD I had left in my car was No Fences by Garth Brooks. Because it's not on freaking Spotify. Someone broke into my car and only stole that CD. <laughs> like I had like a portable charger. Uh, I had like a, a new pair of of Nike shoes, and I had a skateboard in my car. That and rules. no, and they only stole "No Fences" by Garth Brooks. It's because it's a great album, dude. It's that, such a good album. Like I would like everything was just strewn like everywhere in my car, and I looked through it. And I was like, okay, everything's here. Then I was like, "Wait, they stole the No Fences Garth, Garth Brooks." CD. I believe it, dude. That album that's, freaking rules. That's, that's probably so like funny, two dollars at Barnes and Noble. <laughs> <laughs> man, that is so funny. What a good album. I was so confused by that. <laughs> so, I bet you're mad, dude. I'd be mad. They stole well, I Garth couldn't. Brooks I record. couldn't. It was just still in my car because I forgot to take it out because I couldn't use it. I don't have a CD player. Yeah. <laughs> Great album. <laughs> um. Okay, my number six. Is Good Kid Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. This is cold a second, plenty cognac and major pain. Not the drill sergeant, but the stress that way you know your brain. It was me, El Boogie, Yang, and YG Lucky. Ride down Rosecrans, it got ugly. Waving your hand out the window, check yourself. One of the best rap albums of all time, because Kendrick Lamar is the second greatest rapper of all time, like easily. Um, favorite songs another album where i had to narrow it down from like eight yeah favorite songs were mad city money trees and bitch don't kill my vibe i mean Mm. just so good i mean this album is i mean i used to listen to it all the time before like eighth grade basketball games just jamming jamming to to swimming pools (laughs) just a a 13 year old a 13 year old boy just wait how old are you I don't think you're this. I, I'm pretty sure this released in 2012. Oh, so it's freshman year. No, senior year of high school. Uh, I was about to say, there's no freaking way you listen to eighth grade basketball. It's still ridiculous that yeah. me just screaming Kendrick Lamar lyrics. Uh, <laughs> trust me, I understand. Uh, I have very vivid memories of. Like I grew up in a lot of land, and so like mowing was one of my big chores. Specifically, I remember mowing while listening to the Carter Three for hours. So. That's what I'm mixing it up with, the mm-hmm. Carter Three, Probably. because I bought that album because in 2008 Michael Phelps says he listened to uh, <laughs> Lil Wayne, so I bought that album. I listened to it all the time. I had this big crappy diesel truck that the guy I bought it from installed speakers in it, like a night, pretty decent sound system. And I drove everywhere listening to the Carter three and probably should not have been, <laughs> but a little, little peek behind the curtain. But yeah, uh, but yeah, Kendrick Lamar, good kid, Matt city coming up for me later. So yeah, 
obviously a great pick. It's unreal. It's so good. My number five is the low end theory by a tribe called Quest. No. Microphone check one two. What is this? The five foot assassin with the roughneck business. I float like gravity. Never had a cavity. Got more rhymes than the one that's got family. No need to sweat. I send the to gain some type of fame. No shame in my game. Okay. Uh, released September twenty fourth, nineteen ninety one, and went platinum. One of my favorite groups ever. Uh, and an album I listen to all the time. I listen to the Tribe Called Quest a lot. It's just really good. Like, uh, I don't really know how to describe it because I'm not a music person. It's just vibey, like not lo-fi. It's actual hip hop, but kind of gives the same kind of vibes. You know what I mean? Um, just I don't know, groove, groovy hip hop. Is that what I'm looking for? You know, you listen to Tribe Called Quest. It's like I'm a funk. Di- I'm it's burying like- myself in a hole here. It's like like 85% hip hop uh or no like 90% hip hop 10% like funk. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I just I am not a music person. Do not know how to articulate how I feel about it, but I really 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 like this album. I love a Tribe Called Quest. One of my favorite groups of all time. Uh and my they're just very cool. You know what I mean? Like everything about yeah. the music they make is incredibly cool. Um, my favorite song off this album is "Bugging Out." Yeah, that's a good one. Gosh, so good. Tribe Called Quest is great. This is another. This is another album where I didn't include it on my list because the first album's way yep. better. First album is definitely better, but this one's so so good. Yeah. Um, okay, my number five, "Demon Days" by Gorillaz. <laughs> You knew it was good. Why are you yeah. laughing? Why are you laughing? Because it's just like sometimes people say something that's so incredibly predictable. Like, yeah, I that definitely, <laughs> duh. I knew that was coming. Dude, gorillas are so awesome. They're like this mix of like five different genres of music, and they change it up every single time they release an album. This is still their best album to date because of Dirty Harry, Feel Good Inc., and All Alone. Um, but, I mean, gorillas are just so good. It, I... I would find it hard to find someone who doesn't like at least one song on this album just because there's like, there's an alt rock song. There's a hip hop song. There's a just like no words, just music vibe song. I mean, it, they got everything. Um, but yeah, I feel good. Ink was definitely shaped my childhood. I listened to that so many times. It was so good to the point where I have it totally memorized at this point. Um, Dirty Harry, also just great, 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 great song. Um, but yeah, Demon Days, Gorillas, awesome album cover. I kind of judge people if they don't like this album, but no, that's just me. All right. I don't, I, I know Feel Good Inc. I don't really know anything else about Gorillas, I don't think. Uh, maybe I've heard some, but I, just, I couldn't. I like it without even those ones that you just named already forgot them. I can only think of Feel Good Inc. when I think of Gorillas. There's definitely two songs that they have that, like, if you listen to them, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I've definitely heard this song. Yeah, before. probably. All right, my number four, another country album. Sorry, Brian. It's uh, Purgatory by Tyler Childers. Now I ate the sharpest chisel that your hands have ever held. But darling, I could love you well till the road. Released on August 4th, 2017. He's one of my favorite country artists, and this is the album that really put him on the map. Um, He's one of those, like, when you have, like, 
a lot of people our age talk about like I love I like real country. I don't like any of this fake radio country crap. There's not any real country artists anymore. You know what I mean? Like we hear that a lot. I think you've talked about that a lot. Yeah. Like he's a he's a genuine country music artist and a very very good one. Yeah. Um, He's he makes music that even people who say they don't like country music listen to Tyler Childers like wow yeah that was really good. A um, lot of really, really great country songs on this album, like Feathered Indians and White House Road, but my favorite is Lady May. Yeah, that's very, a good one. Very sweet, gentle, heart. He makes a lot of like emotional, heartfelt music that you can like feel what it is that he's trying to tell you. You know what I mean? Yeah. He makes a lot of really good music like that, but yeah, I love this album. Yeah, that's a good one for sure. Uh, I, bought, I bought that album for my little brother for Christmas last year. Nice. Uh, on vinyl. But yeah, that's... Tyler Childers really good. I like saying Childers instead of Childers because Childers just sounds more country. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Tyler Childers. Tyler Childers. <laughs> Ew, I don't like that. I don't think. Uh, but yeah, that's a good one. He also makes his uh, I'm All Yours is, yeah, uh, I'm all uh, music video is hilarious. Yeah. It's so funny. For sure. Um, but yeah, uh, what are we on? I'm on my number four. Yep. Okay, yeah, number four, probably the greatest musician of all time, um, The Free Will and Bob Dylan by Bob Dylan. You're the reason I'm traveling on, but don't think twice, it's all right. Um, this, I, I, I love Bob Dylan so much. I, th- I honestly think he's better than the Beatles. I think he's the greatest musician to ever live. Um, and this is definitely his best album. Um, you got Blown in the Wind, Girl from the North Country, which Avet Brothers covered at one point, and then Don't Think Twice, It's All Right. And there's so much more on this album that's just so good. Um, but yeah, this is like his kind of seminal album that everyone remembers, and, and it's kind of like if you Googled best sophomore albums, this always shows up in the top three. Um mm. But, I mean, this is just so good. His lyrics are just unreal. I get it that some people just don't like his voice, but, I mean, I he definitely has a very unique voice. But, like, it's all about the lyrics uh, with his music, and I think this album's so freaking good um, in showing that. He's one of those that I love a lot of his songs when other people sing them type of type of guys. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Like, I... I know enough to appreciate Bob Dylan and like that he is the reason that these songs sound like they do. I just always like it better when better singers sing them. Yeah. So, that's my uh that's my annoying opinion for the episode. One of them, I guess. <laughs> um all right, my number three, you already mentioned it, it's Good Kid Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. Night and grew around some people living their life in bottles. Granddaddy had the golden flask, backstroke every day in Chicago. Some people like the way it feels. Some people want to kill their sorrow. Some people want to fit in with the popular. That was my problem. I uh, released on October 22nd, 2012. This went triple platinum. One of my favorite hip hop albums of all time. One of most people's favorite hip hop albums of all time, I think. Uh, if you're into hip hop at all, then you've listened to this one a bunch. So good. Um, and again, I'm basic, so my favorite song is Swimming Pools. Hold up, drink, headshot, yeah, he, drink. Sorry, you didn't sound like him this time. The other impression's really good. This one, not so much. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. It was, it was hilarious. What Just my family watching me sing that song about <laughs> alcoholism when I was <laughs> in high school. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, that's just, a good one. You're just like you're just like 17. It's Christmas, and you're just talking about a swimming pool full of liquor and diving in. It's like, is Ty okay? <laughs> uh, okay, my number three is uh, parentheses. What's the story? Morning Glory, Oasis. Very weird title to an album, but maybe maybe the one of the greatest albums of all time, not just sophomore albums. Um, Oasis, obviously, such a great band, um, mm-hmm. super toxic band, but you know, such a awesome band. I love them so much. I listen to this album, not this whole album, but songs from this album daily, probably. Um, Wonderwall, Don't Look Back in Anger, Champagne Supernova. I mean, Don't Look Back in Anger. I listen to that song definitely at least three times a week uh one of my favorite songs ever but yeah this this is just kind of like one of those albums that like i feel like everyone has listened to at some point and you either really love it or you just say you know it's good i just don't like it um but this is like one of my favorite albums ever and i honestly think one of the greatest albums ever made it's so good i also have oasis to thank for one of my favorite tv jokes of all time the very first episode of Ted Lasso where that coach is sitting in the chair with his legs spread apart, his business is hanging out, yeah. and uh, Rebecca is just like, oh, Liam and Noel, they're perhaps not an oasis. <laughs> it, it makes me laugh every single time. That's all I can think about when I when someone talks about Oasis now. Um, all right, good pick. My number two is Paul's Boutique by the Beastie Boys. Released July 25th, 1989, went double platinum. Another group that's one of my favorite of all time, um, regardless of genre, really. Certainly one of my most listened to. I listen to Beastie Boys a whole lot. Um, I love this album. It's number two and not number one, though, because License to Ill and Ill Communications are just better albums, I think. That's their first and their third albums. Um, But they're so good that it's still one of my favorite albums ever. (laughs) <laughs> like I genuinely listen to it a ton. Feature song like Shake Your Rump and Shadrack, but my favorite is Hey Ladies. Shake it's just a rump. <laughs> BC Boys is so good, man. Yeah. Um yeah, my number two, Paul's Boutique. Yeah, I didn't I didn't include that on the list because I think their first album's better. It's definitely better. And also yeah. I think it's their I mean, it's a good album, but I think it's their worst album. Yeah, I, honestly, like I agree, it's my it's one of their worst albums, and I still love it so much that it's my yeah. number two, just because I love BC Boys that much. But License yeah. to Ill is certainly better. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, my number two is this is probably the greatest sophomore album of all time, um, but it's but favorite out one for my number one. Um, so number two is Nevermind by Nirvana. I mean, this is just such a like great sophomore. This is the album. one that comes up when you Google best sophomore albums. It's always this one. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. so good. I mean, I listen to this all the time in my angsty teen years, and sometime in my angsty uh, 
late 20 years um, <laughs> when I need to. And sometimes in my angsty last week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's such a good album. Uh, I love this man so much growing up. Um, it just kind of fit that whole, like, my life is torture, even though I am <laughs> living in a really nice house with loving parents um, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, smells like teen spirit. So good. Come as you are. Great. Uh, something in the way. Amazing. It's the new, it's the song in the new Batman trailer. Just so good. Um, I mean, Nirvana's just, they're one of the greatest bands of all time this is their best album and never really got better than this. Um, unfortunately, but I mean, so good. I, I've, I listened to this so many times, but this just, it just missed my number one because I decided to go with favorite for my number one instead of best, but this is probably mm-hmm. the greatest sophomore album of all time. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely the one that comes up. Like you're talking to people about best, best sophomore albums. This is the one they talk about. You Google best sophomore albums. This is the number one almost always. So yeah. Hard to argue with it. All right. Uh, my number one, this is, I don't know if we've talked about this. I feel like we probably have. I feel like maybe you know this about me, but this is was my favorite band for like a very long time. My number one is Babel by Mumford & Sons. A constant reminder of where I can find her light that might give up the way Is all that I'm asking for without her I'm lost on my love yeah. Released on September 21st, 2012, went four times platinum. Uh, yeah, it's for like a long time. This was my favorite band, like six years probably. Well, I would I would have said it's my favorite band. It makes sense. You were white and worked at a church, so yep. Hey, bingo, <laughs> buddy, bingo. It was exactly at that time. Um, I they're not my favorite band anymore, and I think it's because each album that they put out has been a little worse than the one before it. Yeah. Um, and, and like their first album is, I like it more than Babel just a little bit, but this one I'm, I've listened to just as much. Certainly. Yeah. Like I, it's so good. I love it a lot. Um, I know, like I probably know every word to every uh, song on this album. It's one of those, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I had a heck of a time picking a favorite. Some of the ones I love hopeless wander, uh, not with haste. I will wait all incredible songs, but I think my favorite is reminder. Yeah. Gosh, it's great. I man, I really, really love Mumford and Sons for so long, and it's just every single time they come out with new music, it is worse than their previous albums. So, this album did give us though the Hopeless Wonder music video with Jason Sudeikis, Will Forte. <laughs> um, oh gosh, who else is in that? Uh, oh, the two other I can't even think of them. Oh, um, Ed Helms and um, uh, Jason Bateman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a great music! Gosh, this is such a funny idea for a music video. One of the funniest music videos of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my number one. Yeah. Okay. Well, so my number clearly, one clearly went with best or with favorite instead of best here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like obviously. Yeah, my number one. I mean, I've already talked about on um, another music episode we did i talked about this album i can't remember which one it was mm-hmm. um but late registration by kanye west when they thought pink polos are hurt the rock before cam got pop the doors is closed i felt like bad boy street team i couldn't work the locks now let's go take them back to the plan me and my mama hopped in that u-haul van this is i think this is the probably the 
my favorite album of all time. I love Kanye West, even though he's super weird dude and uh, maybe a little bit insane, maybe a lot of bit insane um, <laughs> in everything maybe that he a lot does. Of but <laughs> look, you know what? Genius, you got to substitute insanity for genius sometimes. You know, that's just kind of how it works in, in, in life. And, you know, Kanye West has substituted a lot of sanity for genius. <laughs> Uh, but yeah i just i love this album so much um it's so good my favorite songs are touch the sky gold digger and heard him say um i listen to this nonstop weekly i Mm -hmm. love this album i listen to it front to back i have it on vinyl i had to buy it twice on vinyl because one of them scratched is just one of my favorite albums ever i I love it so much i love kanye west and you know what i'm not afraid to admit it I'm not afraid to admit that I love one of the most popular musicians. <laughs> of say, neither is like most people, dude. You're not, you're not brave here. <laughs> like, uh, I know yeah. this is probably going <clears> to <throat> piss a lot of people off, but I love it's Kanye not. West. Okay? Listen, it's not, man. All right, <laughs> you're not doing anything here. Uh, I'm okay. brave. Say I'm brave. <laughs> no. Uh, you have anything else before we uh, take a break and come back with our guest? Uh, no. <laughs> Sorry, Uh, We'll be right back. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us as we power rank our favorite sophomore albums of all time. We're going to be joined here in just a second by Brian Gill, um, the host of Mad About Movies and also of Spread the Floor. But we're going to talk about those in a second. Um, Wanted to jump in here real quick to let you go. Let you guys know next week's episode is going to be a big one. We are power ranking the people that we think should take over as the next James Bond. We are going to be joined for that episode by our good buddy Sean Allen, a.k.a. Sean Tana, if you know, you know. Um, obviously, the, the next Bond movie and Daniel Craig's last is coming out hopefully that week, um, unless they push it back again, which would really suck. But um, we thought it'd be fun to kind of debate who should take over as Bond next. Uh, we've already been talking to some of you guys in some of the discords that we're in about this. And so we thought it'd be fun. Hopefully, you guys have lots of thoughts uh, about it so if you do make sure and email us uh, at rankingspod at gmail.com don't forget that double k in the middle if you just write out an email we will read it out on the show or if you want to send us a voicemail just make sure it's in the form of an mb3 and we will play it on the episode all right guys back to the show we are back with this week's special guest judge he's been on a bunch he's gonna be on a bunch here over the next couple months hosting mad about movies has spread the floor it's brian go what's up dude what's up Thank you for having me. Sorry about all the terrible curse words I said last time. You guys have edited <laughs> out, um, and not Keep the ones you're his thinking toes. either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, creative. I hadn't even heard most of them before. Yeah, yeah I've been watching a lot of Scorsese, so you know, <laughs> oh, just had right. to work some in. Just that makes try sense. something different. That's Cooper so, is going gotta... to public school now, you know. So every day he just comes home with like a new word. I'm like, oh, bro, what does that even mean? It's tough. Somebody's got to keep tying his toes. You know what I mean. He's sometimes he just gets complacent in that editing bay. We got to make sure that he stays on stays on the balls of his feet. Keep your head in a swivel. You know. Yeah, I love doing more work. (laughs) Yeah. In the early days of Mad About Movies, um, Richard loves nothing more than to shoot people's wheels off, and I like a bit. And so we would not every episode because then it would become like he would expect it. But maybe like one out of four episodes. Again, we didn't think anyone was listening, so that was yeah. part of it. I'm sure we would have taken it more seriously if we knew, like, e- it, literally anyone was listening. But we would start recording, 
and within like two minutes, <laughs> just Richard would just say something horrific, just just <laughs> just something you cannot say, and and then I would start giggling, or I would I would work off of it, and Kent would just sit there, and you could just tell he was so angry, just dead silent. <laughs> and then when we finished joking around, I'd be like, "Okay," and I have to cut that out. Thanks, and just move on. He just it made him so it made him so mad. So that's why we don't cut anything. We just bleep everything. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> or we just don't edit it. I don't know if you listened to the Hufflepuff episode. I, I, did, yeah. or... I texted Danny. I was like, "Hey, just FYI, I don't know if you." <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you do, but Ty just revealed how much money he has in his bank account to <laughs> yeah. all of you. Listeners. That's right. That's what it was. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't know. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Gosh. Yes. Well, thank you for uh, having me once again. I'm, I'm of course. Here. Also, uh, I think it's even funnier because we had you on a music episode, which means Tobin's yeah. not on this music yeah, episode. Like yeah, feels like a fun like bit. You this know? was my idea. I think. I think. Yeah, I, I think yeah this was it was my, my concept. So I demanded that I be on, and I'm always I'm always on y'all's case about wanting to be on a movie. Uh, excuse me, a music episode because I think um, Tobin picks poor. It's not that he picks the wrong winner. It's just that, like, the things that he says on the on the music episodes make me crazy. Like how he hates Chris Stapleton? Yes, and he just says weird <laughs> things. I'm like, what What are you talking about? And it just makes me angry. So I, I demanded to do this, and then as I was making my list, I was like, I regret this decision. This is very difficult. <laughs> it's a and lot I'm, of work. I'm having with, a hard time here. So. Music is, like, there's just, like, infinite songs and albums out there. It's like, yeah. how do I narrow this down to just a small list? Is right. ridiculous. Like my right. initial list had like 40 albums on it. Yeah. That I had oh, same. Yeah. Down. Yeah. yeah. I started at like somewhere in the forties and, and sort of narrowed it down. And then there's like the, you know, does a self-released EP count as their first <laughs> right. album or is that this? I mean, it's just, there was, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work and I regret this. So I should have, I should have just <laughs> let, I should have stayed off of Tobin's corner he was very mad at me when I sent him my initial list because Weezer was not even on the list. And he was like, oh, I see how it is. I'm like, bro, you know I'm not going to do it. I'm not. I'm not. So, anyway. Uh, well, I mean, we initially tried to get you on the best Weird Al Yankovic songs, but you shot that down <laughs> real quick. I could do that. I could probably do that. I could really get back in the in the Wayback Machine for, for me. That was, I mean, that was prime. That was prime, uh, like, 11-year-old Brian, like, you guys heard Weird Al? Like, <laughs> yeah, we have, man. Uh, not, no, we're not interested. Thanks. <laughs> uh, Tobin did send in a voicemail. I haven't gotten a chance to listen to it yet. Hopefully, not going to take some bleeping from Ty. Um, have not screened this one. I just know that he uh, he te- he texted me like a week ago when this was announced. But like, hey, you're uh, you're still doing voicemails, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. We're, I'm not we're bleeping if. If he cusses in his voicemail, I'm not bleeping it out because he knows that his kid and his friends are our biggest fans. So I'm not bleeping anything out of his voicemail. <laughs> All right. Um, well, unless there is other business we need to address, I say we just get right into it. Yeah. 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 Let's do it. All right. Uh, these are labeled list A and list B. I'll read them out. Ty and I will shut up for a bit. You can give your initial reactions to the list, your initial cre- criticisms and or praises. Uh, read your list out would be a great time for that. Ultimately, as long as you just pick a winner, then you have done your duty as guest judge here. Uh, but without any further ado, list A, the honorable mentions are Vessel by 21 Pilots, Pageant Material by Casey Musgraves, and Straight from the Heart by George Strait. Number 10 is Riot by Paramore. Nine is Red Earth and Pouring Rain by Bears Den. 
Eight is Something to Tell You by Heim. Seven is Cardinal by Pinegrove. Six is No Fences by Garth Brooks. Five is The Low End Theory by A Tribe Called Quest. Four is Purgatory by Tyler Childers. Three is Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. Two is Paul's Boutique from Beastie Boys. And number one is Babel by Mumford & Sons. List B, the honorable mentions are Because the Internet by Childish Gambino, Malibu by Anderson Pack, and The Bends by Radiohead. Number 10 is Acid Rap by Chance the Rapper. Nine is The Color and the Shape by Foo Fighters. Eight is 21 by Adele. Seven is From Under the Cork Tree from Fallout Boy. Six is Good Kid, Mad City from Kendrick Lamar. Five is Demon Days by Gorillaz. Four is The Free Will and Bob Dylan by Bob Dylan. Three is What's the Story, Morning, Morning Glory from Oasis. Number two is Nevermind by Nirvana. And finally, number one is Late Registration by Kanye West. Brian, you have the floor. All right, I like I like both lists. Uh, number one, good good work by both of you here. Um, there was only like, there really isn't even any that I was like I hate that album. I'm not a Fallout Boy guy, so that's that one's maybe a, a slight demerit, but it's not like you put something that I hate there, you know. So that that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not really familiar with Bears Den, so that one's maybe a bit of a miss just from my own my own thing. But but no, I mean I think there's. I started with maybe 50 albums that I was working from and there's probably, I don't know. There's probably like 15 ish from y'all between y'all's two lists that, that were on my, my consideration. So, um, that worked oh, out, wow. that worked out quite well. Um, so yeah. I was really, I was really happy to see some of those, some of those names. I, I struggled. I mean, I'm usually pretty good at, at, at uh, you know, differentiating between favorite and best but this was one that was really tough to do and just like to not have uh like some of those some of these like all-time great albums um that that aren't gonna make my list and then you know maybe don't make yours as well is is a tough one so um creed's second album yeah dude (laughs) that probably human clay is a banger from start can't really compete with their first though you know (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, you say that, though, and not for Creed, but, like, that is something that I started thinking about as I'm trying to, to wean this. So my list, I had five pretty set-in-stone uh, choices at the time. I keep wanting to say movies, and I need to, I need to <laughs> say albums, so I apologize if I, if I continue to struggle over those, those two very different words. Um, I had five locks, and then, like, the next 20 or 25, it could have been – it really could have been any of them that, that finish in that, that top ten. So – um. I'm going to I want to just I, there's a few that I wanted to just like make sure got a mention cuz they're just great albums and I really dig them but they ultimately didn't make my list just super fast that 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 also weren't mentioned on either of y'all's list so yeah. uh 2001 Dr. Dre Clouds oh, Joni yeah. Mitchell Cease to Begin Band of Horses uh Punisher oh, yes, Phoebe yeah. Bridgers Aha Shake Heartbreak Kings of Leon Future Sex Love Sound Justin Timberlake Civil War second album, the story, Brandy Carlisle, and uh the complete score, the Fugees. Um were a few that How the like, heck did I forget Phoebe Bridgers? Yeah, I was about to say, I think this <laughs> I know, is our first I, this is our first music <laughs> episode that we haven't mentioned Phoebe Bridgers on it. <laughs> I don't know and who Punisher I am is anymore. a jam, man, like the whole album. So I was a little surprised. I, I cut her from my list based on uh I fully expect that album three is gonna be the one where I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is it. Yeah. So I kind of put that kind of same with Brandy Carlisle. Like the story is a great album, but the next two albums are are just incredible. So it's kind of hard yeah. to yeah. to uh, 
think of that through. Not that that has to be part of the, the consideration, but it, you know, at a certain point you just need something to differentiate. And that's kind of something that I landed on. So, um, all right. I have three that are not going to make my list because they, they feel like cheats as second albums. Um, death cab for cuties plans, which is like the second, like, full release like it's like on a on a, a label and stuff but they had like four albums before that so i didn't feel like it was fair but plans rules dude ranch blink 182 is their second stu- same kind of thing it was their second studio album but they had i think three releases before their first like full studio album so that kind of felt like a cheat and then southeastern jason isbell is my favorite album of all time it is his second album but he also released two or three albums between those two albums as Jason Isbell and the 400 unit. So that felt like that felt like a cheat. Um, so uh, yeah. I, I kept it off. Weird gray area. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, uh, so here's my, here's my list. Honorable mentions. I have, uh, Babel, Mumford and Sons, uh, Consolers of the Lonely, the Raconteurs, which had like Carolina drama might be my favorite Jack White song just across all of his iterations. That, that is just a, that's a killer closer for that track. Love that love that whole album. Uh, bringing Down the Horse, The Wallflowers. And then here's my top ten. Now listen, I have never <laughs> felt older than I did when I looked at this list at the end. It's just, it's a lot of like dad rock. And I just, I don't know, I'm, I'm almost 40. I don't know what else I can do. I have to be honest about myself and, and what it is that I like. So... Um, I really do try to like differentiate my lists and stuff when we do movie episodes and lists and all that kind of thing. But I have to be honest with myself and therefore like, I don't know, like eight to nine of these are just very dad rock. So, uh, it, you know, it is what it is. I, I can't help it. Number 10. I can't Siamese wait to Dream. see how, <laughs> how yeah. high you have a uh, Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Not that kind of dad rock. Like, come on. Give me some credit. Um, okay. Number ten, Siamese Dream by the Smashing Pumpkins. There was a moment where I had this out of the out of the uh, list because while it probably is the superior album, uh, Melancholy is like my favorite of the Pumpkins albums. But I don't know. I was listening to it today and I was like, no, this is this has got to get in. So Siamese Dream number ten. Uh, number nine is Led Zeppelin's second album. Kind of the same thing. Four is my favorite because I'm very basic. Four is my favorite Zeppelin album, but. Um, two has just a ton of bangers and it's it's a just a great usually if you look at, at lists of like you know top whatever top 10 sophomore albums of all time it is usually one of the first two or three listed so for yeah. me kind of zeppelin's my one of my favorite bands hard to keep them off the list number eight neon bible by arcade fire uh same kind of thing funeral usually is the one that kind of gets the the buzz but i actually think neon bible is a better album Number seven, The World We Built by The Wild Reeds. I don't know how familiar you guys are with, with that band, but um, yeah, I think I think both of you would really dig it. It's it's uh it's kind of a it's a trio. It's it's a little bit like Haim, but with a little bit more mellow. They're not quite as I think probably as good guitar players, but it's it's three women lead singing essentially and doing the okay. the trio thing and then they have a backing band that works with them. Um and that they're a lot of fun. They're very, very good. Number six, meta modern, met, excuse me, meta modern sounds and country music, Sturgill Simpson, which is just an incredible, incredible album. And then here's my top five, Lazaretto by Jack White. Again, this is all very basic, and I apologize. Lazaretto by Jack White, <laughs> number five. 
Number four, Versus by Pearl Jam. Number three, Cardinal, uh, Pine Grove. And then number two, The Color and the Shape, Foo Fighters. And number one, best, in my opinion, the best album of my lifetime, uh, Nevermind by Nirvana, celebrating its its 30th anniversary right this second. So, Oh, um, wow. So, so there cool. you go. So you got... Uh, my top three are represented somewhere on one of, you know, on one list or the other, and then uh, you you guys have several others that were in consideration as well. Uh, but those, that's where I'm at at this point. These are all, these are all albums that I like listen to, listen to. Like I put on the record, I listen to the whole record from start to finish. They're all just great, great, and then they also all have just true highlights. You know, if you're if you're yeah. pulling up a Spotify playlist or something, you're gonna get you're going to get a couple of great tracks off of all of these albums, I think. So, um, so that's my list. Uh, I struggled with, with who to pick here, uh, and, and went back and forth on, on, uh, several of these selections. But at the end of the day, I think I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go with the, the list that has my top two albums on it. So I'm going with list B today. Let's go. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I knew as soon as I was like, I don't listen to Nirvana. I was like, maybe I'm not going to win this one, huh? (laughs) I had a sneaking suspicion. What's funny (laughs) is like when I've listened to the other, to most of the other music episodes, I think I have sided more with Danny than I have with Ty. um, As, as Tobin is picking those, um, I, I, I have more often than not been like, I think, I think if I was on this episode, I would pick, I would have picked Danny's list. Uh, but then on the one I'm on, it's it's uh, yeah. I I knew whose list these were. That was a pretty. It was pretty pretty easy to tell <laughs> yeah. um, when I when I got them. But uh, but I didn't really think about it because Paul's boutique was was high on my list as as uh you know pro- is somewhere in like the 15 range probably. Babel, mm-hmm. like I said, I had on my my uh, list. Something to tell was in my 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 thinking. Riot was in my thinking. Um, a, a tribe called Quest. All of uh, really all of your the the selections you had except for Bearsden, which I don't really know, and then maybe I don't know maybe Kendrick Lamar. I'm not a huge I, that, that's it's I'm past. I don't I don't listen to a ton of of hip hop anymore, modern hip hop anymore. Um, but I had all those uh, you know pretty much all those albums were in contention. But then the same with yours, Ty. It's it's like when I looked at my when I looked at your list versus all the ones that I had jotted down as like these are ones I'm considering. There's probably nine out of those 13 that were you know somewhere in my my thinking so anyway it's all that to say it was it was very close to me um but you know i I gotta i gotta go with i gotta roll with nirvana and and the foo fighters so that's where i ended up always bet on dave grohl that's right that's right you can't (laughs) can't go wrong with american treasure dave grohl uh that's that's always good it's always good and no, and neither of you listed Weezer, so I appreciate that. Suck it, Tobin. That's well. Course. Let's just be honest. Weezer's second album kind of sucks. Like it's not great. <laughs> oh, He's gonna get angry about that. I think Pinkerton's and- a great album. I love the blue. I like the blue album much more. And then I would love for all of the rest of the albums to not exist. That'd be my preference, personally. <laughs> yeah, I said as soon as I listed uh, Cardinal by Pine Grove, I was like, uh, Brian's going to know that this is my list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we well, talk that, about Pine Grove yeah, a lot. So exactly, that made me change my list because I had I had Pine Grove Skylight down. I kind of forgotten about their their first album that they had put out. Oh, yeah. So when I saw your list, I was like, Oh, that changes it because I think Skylight rules. That's a great album, but it wasn't going to make my top ten list. Uh, Cardinal, Cardinal, I listened to. 
like a lot, a lot. Like that is a that is a yeah. kind of perpetual. I'm just gonna pull up Cardinal. I'm gonna listen to this for for 30 minutes or whatever. And so that that album rules. So good good call on that one. That kind of that changed my my list just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Tobin, we we do have a voicemail from Tobin. However, my internet cut out about five minutes into uh, <laughs> us talking to Brian. I was in the middle of reading the list out to you. My internet cut out. We are currently on a on a phone call. A three-person phone call right now while recording ourselves. So uh, not going to be able to react to Tobin's voicemail. I think I already sent it to Ty, though, so maybe we can just cut it in here somewhere because yeah. I, I, Tobin's voice needs to be heard. He'll be very angry if it's not. Um, so can't react to it, but maybe we can, just, we can just throw it in here. I'm sure he's, A, upset that he's not on a music episode, and B, upset that we're not going to put Weezer in yeah. uh, our show. So Yeah, for sure. Maybe we can cut that in here. Uh, Hello, Rain Kings. Hope you're doing well. I am doing well. And I'm a little sad that I wasn't invited to the music episode like I usually am as your dedicated music guest. But that's okay because I think I proved last time I was on that I am the best judge. So I hope Brian committed to the bit a lot tonight and came out with his sophomore album for you on the show but I'm assuming he didn't because no one commits to the bit like I do. And so this is a hard discussion, and I was actually kind of glad to not be a part of it because I'm not sure I could have narrowed my list down to 10 to 15 albums. So, Brian, I hope that you do well, and I hope you didn't lose too much hair over uh, choosing your list, and I hope you guys have fun. The correct answer is Pinkerton. Yeah, that uh, Brian, you probably picked the right list. I just... I don't like. I don't really listen to Nirvana. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I'm not it's, gonna. So. They're good, man. <laughs> so good. Yeah, you're you're right. Like I'm not. You're not wrong. But I don't want to <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> also, I'm. I don't deserve to win because I forgot Shania Twain. I didn't put her on my list, and I should have. So I deserve this loss. Dear Lord, can't believe I just I realized that oversight midway through recording the episode. I was like, yeah, I have a bunch of country albums. Wait a second, I don't have the freaking country artist. I was just mad at myself. But. The country artist Shania Twain, yeah. dude. Yeah, and I mean it's George Strait and it's Shania Twain and who else? Oh my gosh, putting so you much know, disrespect I mean, on Willie Nelson's lot, name right now. Sure. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm not kidding. I love Shania Twain, but also. You get it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know I love uh, female vocal country music and and well all female. I, I'm a big big fan. I don't. I I never got Shania. Never was into. Uh, well, how I never dare was you? Into the Shania, yeah. So that wouldn't have helped your cause. I'm sorry to say. I guess like I just said, I don't listen to Nirvana, so I can't be too mad about you right. saying that you don't really like Shania Twain. I I think yeah. this evens us out. Yeah, don't worry. I already sent you a yeah. glitter bomb. Don't worry. It's fine. <laughs> I think it's uh, more. I, I, I think it's more surprising that you didn't have Reba on it and not Shania Twain. Oh yeah, yeah. That's t- that too. We, listen, we don't need to keep reminding you. <laughs> you let her down. I'm that's tough. punishing myself enough as it is. I don't need to be punished even more. You know? uh, <laughs> all right, you guys ready to get out of here? Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, Brian. Thank you again for coming on. Sorry that we're currently on a phone call and not on a uh, Zoom chat like normal. This is very weird. I'm glad it happened with you though, and not somebody who's like a first time guest ever. Would have been extra <laughs> embarrassing, but it's just you. So like, who cares? You right. know. I'm gonna leave a terrible <laughs> Yelp review though. Of this yeah. Podcast. 
Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I, I haven't checked our reviews in probably a year. I'm sure there are mm. lots of really it's bad just, reviews on Apple no. Podcasts. I think we just have let, five reviews. Four of them are my yeah. family and one is Shane. <laughs> I'm letting TMZ know that this was unprofessional. So. <laughs> Dang it, they're going to come after us and after Shane's neighbor. We can't have that happen. TMZ um, is <laughs> everywhere in Sherman, Texas. you got to watch uh, out. Yeah. Well, I, they all followed Rick Springfield here, and then they never left. <laughs> we can't get them to leave. They're just thinking either thinking Rick or maybe Hoobastank's going to come back. They don't want to risk, risk leaving. They set up an office. All right, let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the rankings. Huge thanks to Brian Gill. Make sure you're listening to Mad About Movies and Spread the Floor. I've talked to him about them on here a ton, but absolutely be checking those out please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts follow us on twitter and instagram at rank kings pod don't forget the double k in the middle we will be back with a new episode next week until then a gentleman is someone who can play the accordion but doesn't bye see ya